0: And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you, guys. Let's get on into the episode.
1: Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? So before we jump into today's podcast, I wanted to just let you guys know we got some awesome stuff going on right now, especially with the new year. Um, We still have our 28-day challenge uh, reset available to you guys. If you want to check it out below, you can put your email in on a link that I provide below, and we'll send that out to you guys, as well as um, we have our services up on the shop. You can go to our um, Life of a Fighter shop and go to lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop. We still have all of our amazing eBooks. I added some new content to our vault for our fitness and nutrition vault members. So those of you that want to get access to that, take advantage of it we have that going on and we also have our fitness and nutrition vault um lifetime membership available right now for $99. So that means if you pay $99, you get access forever to our fitness and nutrition vault. Um currently we have it for $5 a month or a special $50 for the year. Um and I figure we're just Gonna keep putting out content. Um, I really wanted to keep investing in that as a resource for you guys. Um, so for those of you that take action, especially right now, I want to give you a little bit of a reward. Making it cheaper instead of two hundred and fifty dollars for a lifetime access, ninety nine bucks. So bam, go take advantage of that. Um, Again, we have links below for the shop. We have our clothing line, LOFClothing.com. We have some cool designs coming out in the coming months. Um, I haven't put out as much designs as I've wanted to just because I've been so focused on creating the content for you guys, having all the cool stuff and services on the shop. As it being New Year's, uh, pretty much like tripled as far as incoming clients and all that fun stuff for more workload uh, capacity. So I appreciate you guys hanging in there. And without further ado, bam, let's jump on into today's podcast. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about a topic that came up. I was doing a workshop at Rogue Combat Club this past weekend, specifically talking about why 21 days. And what I meant by that and what we were talking about is uh, 21 days associated with a new habit, breaking a habit, and kind of all those fun variations. And it kind of alluded to our 28-day challenge. Um, Because of our 28-day challenge incorporates this 21-day reset programming to kind of create a new habit and strategies that go with it. I wanted to incorporate that to the people um, in Asheville that are at Rogue Combat Club that wanted to come down. But one of the things that I also talked about that I've mentioned here in other episodes that I thought just good to kind of highlight, especially with New Year's, everyone's talking about goals and questions coming in about goal setting that I've even talked about in the past in goal setting episodes, but wanted to reiterate and kind of highlight um, is the idea of how we can set goals and how to look at them. So the difference between outcome-based goals and habits and behaviors to set you up for success for those outcomes. And what I mean by that is let's look at an outcome-based goal. So what I mean specifically is I'll use me for an example and outcome that I have. I want to compete in a jiu-jitsu tournament um, and I want to win first place. That's the outcome-based goal that I'm setting for myself. Now, I kind of also want to tie in the behavioral-based focus for that that will set me up for success. What does that mean? So I can't just go to a tournament. And expect to win and do nothing prior, like no training, no nothing. I mean, maybe I will. And I could be a sandbagger and just go into the beginners or the novice division and go against people who have not really trained to the level I have. Um, But that's not really what we want to focus on. So the behavior is, okay, what can I do over the next week to set me up for success to my kind of next short-term goal, the outcome-based goal of winning the division, so I can go to jujitsu, let's say three to five times a week. I'm just making up these kind of goals arbitrarily. Actually, mine specifically, I'll just kind of get real with you guys, kind of open up um, is my goal was actually to have competed by January 1st of 2020, and I did not. I failed that goal miserably. I've mentioned that on prior podcasts, and my goal even before that that I knew was going to help me set up myself up for success was just even making it to jiu-jitsu twice a week on top of my resistance training that I was doing three to four times a week and my own cardio training that was also twice a week. and I failed miserably for, for a multitude of reasons, but I was able to reflect on that. And that's what I think is important about goal setting as well and looking at the behaviors, not just the outcome. Because if you know the behaviors you need to hit to be successful, I knew I needed to get to jiu a minimum of really three times a week, but I set the goal of twice a week just to kind of, kind of make it attainable and I failed. Why did I fail? And I was looking at, why did I fail, man? What, what was going on? I had a bunch of different variables. Um, and again, less of excuses, just more of a reality and... Um, that's where I think sometimes people say, oh, I don't want to make an excuse. It's like, listen, whether it's an excuse or not, you need to look at why did that happen? Why did you not show up? So for me, it was a combination of a transition point in my career when leaving um, a hospital system here and transitioning to working from home, focusing more on life of a fighter and some apps that I'm working with. Um as well as, you know, my wife being pregnant, looking at that, you know, being stressed there, not being as disciplined with sleep, um, even though I was disciplined with waking up and getting myself up at 4.30, just not the same time going to sleep, looking at moving into a new house and all those kind of variables and factors. And then by being able to look at all those things, I was like, okay, what are the things that are going to change? I know that I'm not always going to be moving. So that's kind of a short term pass that I have to just kind of get past. Um being able to get sleep and all that, that could be permanent if I'm not paying attention to it. My wife being pregnant, again, that's not going to be a long-term forever situation. That's something that has to be just kind of strategized around in the short term. And um, yeah, looking at all those things and then also just being real with myself, being like, all right, I'm tired. That's one of the biggest reasons why I think I wasn't really consistently able to make it is because of my commitment with school also as another side piece. I just kind of remembered I was also, I'm in school. So I saying, all right, I have to do my workday, um, not having the same flexibility I do now by being able to work from home. I was actually at a you know, physical location I had to go to every day, which alters my schedule. Um, but now being able to work from home, that was a big change. So I can go in during the day in a little gap time where I, uh, I leave, give myself a break, set myself up for success. I was able to reflect and change my behavior to give myself the outcome that I want. So that's where I wanna kind of flip it for you guys is regardless if it's a health and fitness goal or even I had someone come to the workshop that was talking about a business goal and I think there's a lot that translates to that too even when I was talking about in prior episodes on how a lot of principles we can use in health and fitness can transcend and go into other things as well. So for the goal setting side of things and for just how we're going to look at it is what are the behaviors that you need to execute on a daily and a weekly basis and a monthly basis to give you the outcome that you want. And then I also talked about smart goal setting um this past week and we've done I've done a podcast just on that before and we can I can kind of dive back into that you can look through our database um and our fitness vault now. I figured I'd bring it back up for those that haven't heard it. Um, so the idea of SMART goal setting, again, when we're looking at what does that acronym stand for? So specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time sensitive. So I'm going to use that SMART goal breakdown specifically for my, um, my goal so it kind of makes sense. So when looking at the goal of winning my division at a tournament, so the tournament that I want to go to is going to be February 23rd uh, in Knoxville. And there's actually, I'll already be real with you guys. Like I have some obstacles that already came up and that's something to deal with too, is barriers and obstacles. I hurt my LCL. I sprained it on Thursday. So I've been kind of recovering this weekend. It's actually been recovering a lot faster than I thought it was going to be. So I'm excited about that. Um, that's a potential obstacle that comes up. Then also looking at, you know, me and my wife, we wanted to plan, a getaway sometime in February. And every weekend I have either a seminar going on or I have a meeting or I have an event, she has something going on. Um, so trying to figure out that schedule and trying to figure out what where does the priority lie and, and trying again, looking when we break down a SMART goal, let's be specific, let's be measurable, but realistically attainable. Is it attainable? So is it attainable and realistic um, for me to be able to go to this tournament when the only time we have is that weekend for my wife and I to go away. So that may not be attainable. So I may have to really actually readjust. Um, and I'm actually kind of looking at that now. So what I did was instead of going away for an overnight trip, I'm actually just going to drive up that morning and make it happen that way. So anyways, so again, specific, I want to win a jujitsu tournament. Okay. That's a specific, so very, very, not, um, I want to feel good about my jujitsu practice. That's not really specific and it can change day to day. Then when we look at measurable, Um, So, is it something I can track? Yeah. Did I win or did I not? That's pretty easy to understand. Again, going back to I want to feel good about my jujitsu practice, like that you can't really measure. Maybe you could if you put on a one to ten scale, but again, that's going to be more subjective. We want objective data, preferably, to be able to see if we hit success. What does that success marker look for you? And can we associate it with data, a number or something that's measurable and trackable? Okay. Um, so we have our again specific, measurable, attainable. Is it a realistic goal? If you set yourselves up for failure, All the time. Eventually you're going to get discouraged, especially when you're new to a journey and you're trying something out. If you're consistently failing, you're not going to stick to it. Um, And then relevant. Is it relevant to a bigger picture goal or is it relevant to the goal itself? Um, So that I can even tie in when I think is a good thing is like the behavior base for your outcome goal. So is your behavior you're setting up specific? and relevant to your actual goal or the outcome that you want. And then even in the the other aspect of that smart goal setting, is the goal that you're setting relevant to the bigger picture that you want? And then last for for time sensitive, time specific, do we have a deadline? Because you could say, hey, I want to feel good about my jujitsu practice. That could be the goal. Well, okay. When do you want to feel good about your jujitsu practice? How do you know if you're going to hit that number? Those are all the pieces that may be missing to that to really set yourselves up for success. And that's kind of something we talked about even at the workshop this past weekend um, and it went into bigger details and deeper things. But I wanted to highlight again, the idea of behavior to get you to an outcome based goal to get you to success and how that continuously works and goes over time. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's just really valuable that I've learned as well for myself that I've really valued from working with um different organizations in psychology and diving, especially with Noom as an app company that I've been fortunate enough to work with as a health coach and a goal specialist in my specific role there. This is something I really haven't been able to, not been able to, I just chose not to talk about as much. And I'm excited now because I've really kind of gotten myself in. I've been working with Noom about a month now and been able to really Go through. Um, actually, it's been five weeks, not just four. So it's been over a month. Um, go through their training program. Kind of came out and got my certification on that end of it, and you know, focusing on on the goal setting side of things has been really cool because I feel very comfortable and challenge myself always to get more comfortable, more educated on the prescriptive side of the world, which is, I think, you know good and bad, you know, there's pros and cons to take away from it. And what I mean by prescriptive is like setting up plans, saying specifically what to do, when to do, how to do it, and learning what does success look like for you as an individual client. That's something I've taken a lot of pride in is specifically looking at a plan, not just on paper, but by the textbook, what makes sense, what makes the most sense for you in real time in this situation. Again, going back to, is it attainable? Is it specific? Is it measurable? Like if I've never done jujitsu before and I'm going to say, I'm going to do jujitsu six times a week that's really not going to be obtainable. That's not going to be, uh, I think, realistic as far as a long-term option. Maybe for a week, maybe for two, but six, eight, 10 weeks, 12 weeks down the road, your body's going to break down. Other things are going to kind of fall apart and it may not work out. And some people it may, but for the most part, we want to be able to set a plan that's going to be relevant. Or another one I always use is a food plan, for example. I could give you the perfect meal plan. Macronutrients calculated down, perfect. Micronutrients calculated down, perfect. But if the food choices I give you for all of that is not foods you actually enjoy, we're going to fail miserably. And we may not fail right away. Even for a week or two, you may be able to say, all right, I'm just going to suck it up and eat this horrible food. But as a lifestyle, we're going to fail. So that's been really kind of cool to see um, and grow and challenge myself on. But interestingly enough, even with the Noom side of things, since they're they're a non-prescriptive kind of base, and even my position is, you know, focusing on the goal setting side and not being prescriptive and not utilizing other parts of my education and um, background, whether it's strength conditioning side, fitness, nutrition, and all the other certifications that I have, I can't just say, hey, go do X, Y, and Z. So it's challenged me to be able to look at, okay, how can I lead you to where you want to go and ask you the right questions and kind of help guide you along that way and empower you as a person to get there? as well as give you skills they're going to be able to sustain for a lifetime. So that's something I've even incorporated with my own company, Life of a Fighter, and some other contracts that I have with other apps that we're working with too, outside of just Noom, like Kickoff and Kudos, um, even in the past with Kawaii Fit and other or programming. Um Being able to incorporate those skills with the clients. So uh, I really, uh, again, I say this every time, but I appreciate you guys listening. Um, I want to make sure that you guys are consistently getting value from this. So, And I appreciate actually you guys reaching out. That's why I wanted to kind of re-explore this because based on some feedback I got, I wanted to go over some more goal setting and some things here and even share a little bit with you guys what's been going on in my personal life um, with... You know, uh, changes in responsibilities and things like that with Noom and being uh, more focused on goal setting and less prescriptive in nature. But again, to recap it too, we still have all the amazing services for Life of a Fighter. And we still include, like personally, I still think there's uh, value in including a prescriptive aspect to planning because even though people, want to be empowered, sure. And we need that lifestyle aspect of it. Um, In the beginning, sometimes people may not even have a clue. You may not even know what you need. So I think it's helpful to have a coach to give you that kind of direction and then also tie in the empowerment side to ask yourself, what do I need to do? How do I need to do that? And then progressively keep empowering yourself for a lifestyle over time. Well, that's my spiel for this episode y'all 201 episodes this is episode 201 i just wanted to reflect on that for a second and think how crazy it is um you know we've done a couple different variations of this whether it's when i first started doing a split decision podcast and talk show with Kyle Collier uh one of my best friends and coaches that has his own brand and own company honey badger fitness and kind of worked with us with life of a fighter um it was really cool to have that and then transition into life of a fighter podcast. And even before Kyle and me, actually, we had a podcast with James Dalton. We were doing a talk show for um, a bit of time and having a bunch of guests on. So it's been cool to see this journey. And I really appreciate you guys kind of being on us, being with me on this journey. And um, yeah, like I said, feel free to reach out, hit us up on social media, ask for different topics you want to hear. And again, if you just need some direction or some guidance, or just someone to talk to, hit me up. I'm more than happy to do it. And that's pretty much it, y'all. I'll check you next time.